rest, get rid of the distractions and just focus on whatever should, you know, positively take your attention. And I think that's, that's how I try and find rest. Hey, I'm Ronia Sakata, founder of the Joy Academy and queen of joy. That's how my friends call me. It's so important to me that my life is full of joy and that I enjoy every moment because I know how fast it could be over. We can do so many things to bring joy in our lives, to create joy. And that's what this podcast is all about. I talk with people and they tell me how they bring joy to their everyday life and how they create a life full of joy. So let's dive right in and please tell me after the episode what your takeaway is from this talk. Welcome, Longbem Wanza, in my Let's Create Joy podcast. I'm so happy to meet you, not in person yet, maybe, I hope so, but Zoom is so amazing to connect different parts of the world. You are in the UK and I'm in Switzerland and I'm always amazed that this is even possible to talk like this. And um, yeah, we start as always. Who are you? What do you do? And what brings you joy? And how do you create joy in your everyday life? Hey, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. So um, I'm going to start with what do I do? Because I think that's the easier of the two questions. Um, so I'm a teacher. That's my main job. I've taught in secondary school coming up to this is my 16th year. Wow. So this has been the most interesting and most challenging year. So um, I'm a husband of two beautiful daughters and we got a puppy in our lockdown. So it's been an interesting 18 months, but that's where we're at. So teaching, in high school, computer science is my specialism. And then this year, English and maths were added in there as well. So just for good measure and to, you know, step up that level of challenge. So that's that's what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. And on top of that, I'm adding wellness coaching as well. So that covers what I do. Um, who am I? Difficult question. It's <laughs> always so cool to listen, you know. Who, who yeah, am I? Who am I? Yeah, you try yeah. and figure out and try <laughs> and find, you know, you try and tear away from, you know, what you think you should be, what you think you should be saying, and just, you know, figure out where you fit in. So, I mean, I've been in the UK probably over 20 years, 25 years now. Um, moved here when I was 12 years old from Zambia, South Central Africa. So, my childhood growing up was kind of a mix of two different cultures. So growing up in Zambia till I was 12 and then doing my secondary schooling university here in England kind of allowed me to enjoy the life of a nomad, just moving country to country, town to town for education. And then when I met my wife, settling down. So who I am now is that combination of a person who's had that mixture of upbringings, who's very comfortable moving around and leaving things at a drop of a hat, but then also trying to marry that with being in one place, operating from one place and trying to stay centered and grounded as the world around you does whatever it's got to do. So that's who I am right now. 
if we have this conversation next year, it might be different, but that's my starting point. That's the cool thing about life that we can change even, even in an hour, we can be different because we decide to do something different. I love to, yeah, to have this moving, moving kind of spirit and soul and, and be aware of all the possibilities we have. So cool. Yeah, and what brings you joy? I, I'm so amazed that you are a teacher because I thought you are a full-time professional fitness coach, you know? So uh, <laughs> that's how I I met you in a, in a Bo Eason Facebook group. And now I follow and admire you on Instagram. So uh, I didn't know about the teaching. Wow, you even do that on top of everything. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> try to find those challenges. So um, I think finding joy because it was a concept I wrestled with and I think it took me a while to get there and with teaching and parenting they're both very full-on things that will demand your full attention and focus um, I mean as, as we speak our 10 year old our nine-year-old daughter she'll be 10 in November is in oh, the really? house when when in November my my daughter is at 11 in November Yeah, so she is November 14th. Okay, Mika is yeah. November 5th. I'm wearing ah, yeah, cool. This date? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> here she is. Hello, Sydney. No, stay away from the camera. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so trying to, you know, those kind of full on things, and you kind of starting with the expectations of, you know, whether it's the expectation of the job role, the expectation of, of being a parent. Um, that kind of pulls you in different directions and I got to a stage where I kind of had enough of being pulled in different directions and I couldn't find a way of either manifesting it in life or trying to give it some kind of label because I didn't quite know what it was all I knew was where I was I didn't want to be um so that took me on a journey and I found a martial art called Aikido which is the art of peace and although it helps you defend yourself the thing i enjoyed the most about it is because of all the fitness stuff that i do it's the one art that doesn't work when you use strength so for me it was a very very big big learning curve to look at things and one accept them for what they are but then also accept that i can't force my way through so That learning in itself was what then kind of leads me to finding joy in the everyday because before I took that step and really looked at it, it was, well, joy was this thing that you aspire to that is in some faraway place where you think, right, when everything is lined up, then there'll be joy. Everything will be lined up and everything will be happy. And it was just like, it didn't quite work like that. So for me, joy now is finding that alignment every single day one label might look at it and say okay that's being selfish you get up in the morning and you are pursuing your own path whereas for me my joy comes from when i get up in the morning and as much as i can to the best of my abilities i am trying to stay grounded stay balanced And if I choose to pay attention to something and give it my energy, then I'm happy to do that because it's a choice I've made, not a choice I've been forced into. So 
if I find I'm being pushed into things, then to me, there's no joy there. So, I mean, this morning we've been out for a walk with the dog nearly two hours. Naturally, that wouldn't be my exercise of choice. But being in that environment, being out in the sunshine, enjoying just being there is what gave me joy. Because I'm not being pushed into, I'm not being rushed. I'm fighting my brain to slow down because when I'm walking, I'm thinking I can cover this distance a lot quicker if I ran. So finding that battle and winning that battle for me brings me joy. That's so, so cool. And and it shows again, it's so it's it's all over mindset, you know. You probably you don't have such a big difference in your circumstances and situations, but as you think different, it it is different, and then you feel better, and then even the situation can change. Like the pulling seems like, oh yeah, you're pulling, but I'm not. I'm 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 in my balance. You can pull. Yes. That's Aikido Aikido too. Like you can pull whatever you want. I I'm stable. So um, yeah. sorry, I'm not going there where you want me to yeah. pull me took, or push me. No, it took me a while to get there, and it's just. I mean, fortunately, my sensei understands the way I learn, because you know from from childhood, and my firstborn is like that. We prefer to learn from our own experiences. So somebody saying to you, don't do that, only go <laughs> so far. And then, you know, we have to try it for ourselves. So it's it's a fun challenge, but I also, you know, I recognize it in my daughter. It's like, yeah, as much as we tell her, she will want to learn it for herself. You know, I'm like that, so I can't blame her. Yeah, and that's such a blessing if you have a parent who really gets it and doesn't put a lot of whatever guilt and, and after it's, See, I told you that's so not helpful. I'm yeah. I'm like that too. Like as a little toddler, like I do it myself. I'm still that. I want to choose myself and and fall myself or fail. That's no problem. But um, yeah, I yeah. totally get that. See, that's why I love the question because it was like, well, you know, what do you find? What do you find joy? And I had to think about, you know, the times where. You know, are you happy when, okay, yeah, somebody said, don't do this and fine, you follow line, you don't do it and you stay happy and safe. That's great. But I also know I'm happier when I've, you know, found it for myself, either found a solution or found a way that doesn't work because, okay, that hurts, that burnt, that didn't, that didn't feel <laughs> nice. Don't do it again. But yeah, so that, that's, it's been fun. And that's so cool that you love Aikido, you know, even when you say sensei, I speak Japanese. I went to Japan 20 years ago. I was so in love with Japan as a child already, and I always wanted to go. And I studied uh, food engineer. And when when um, we had to do an internship wherever in Switzerland or somewhere in the world, I was like, oh, I want to go to Japan. So it worked out miraculously 20 years ago because they're they are, I think even now, they're not um, used to have interns in, in companies. I worked out and I met my my man underneath the cherry blossom trees at the at the barbecue. He was he was um, preparing chewing gum, three tons of chewing gum every day. Wow. Like fruit, like fruit gum. And yeah, and and now uh, yeah, it's so, so cool to have this Japan world in Switzerland with me within my family and you saying sensei is like 
super touching to me. Like, yeah, yeah oh. that's Japanese. You know, that's Japanese. I know. I I understand you. <laughs> so yeah,、cool. absolutely. Yeah. Now. And well, is your sensei is, is your sensei a Japanese guy or or what what um? No, he's British Jamaican, and、okay. so the trying to think now how I can explain it. So our technical director and his sensei trained in Japan for many years underneath the founders of Aikido and his students. So we kind of I love Japan, but I've never been. But through our art and lineage, I feel got a very strong connection to there. So, you know, I'm now just learning about them more and following them around the world. So, yeah, and it's Aikido is worldwide worldwide sport, right? So yes, yeah, because、yeah. yeah. um because we are part of traditional Aikido Europe, who do their summer camp in Switzerland. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So. When I get to that level, I will be venturing over to Switzerland. As, oh as yeah,、things. yeah. I mean,、I'm... it's just travel at the moment is not great because、um, I think some people are looking to come over, but I think Switzerland have just put something out about UK travelers not being permitted in or something along those lines. So I, I don't, I don't follow the news at the moment no, no. at all. So I'm,、um, I'm not informed. No, that was just through one of our one of our groups. So one of the guys on there,、um, yeah. Watching the news brings very little joy. So yes, <laughs> try yes. and avoid that. Yes, that's true. So try and avoid that. If you come to Switzerland, bring your family, and then we go to the to the mountain cabin and、um, bring some Swissness. Yeah. So yeah, because I'll see your posts and I'm like, so much wilderness and it's so beautiful out there. So that's why right now I'm training myself to get used to walking, because for me it's just you know if I'm out it's run, get through there quickly, and it's just now slowing it down and just appreciating being in that environment. So, but you can run over mountains if you can do that if you're trained enough. There are so many mountain trails and mountain runners, so、um, don't don't、um, get don't let you. He slows down, like just run over mountains. You can take in the scenery while running for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the moment, it's while we the running. I think I'm coming back into into running now because I took a break. Because、um, tennis is one of my hobbies that I do alongside Aikido. So our tennis season has just started. So I kind of took a breather from running. So when we go out walking, it's more. Slowing down enough for the rest of our our group, because <laughs> I'll be walking miles ahead. But yeah, it's it's different, and for me, the challenge is that discomfort of knowing I can go faster, but actually get slower and just enjoy that moment. So it's a fun challenge. <laughs> it's just me against myself. So that's where it is. Yeah, and it's a nice a nice.、Um... Kind of sen sen exercise to like okay I can go slow and how、yeah. cool is it that you can say I will be so much faster you know I can't say <laughs> I should I should start to train for having even the possibility to be faster so you you have that how cool is that yeah no it's fun it's functional I'm sure if you had to chase your children up the mountains you'll be there. <laughs> 
yeah well my my father is my my uh, big uh, role model you know he's 81 and even in winter he's just like step by step and um walking up there and the, the last part you have to put on snowshoes because it's it's uh, on on uh, it's not on the road wow and then uh, he just goes step by step and in the end he's even faster than i am because i have to take care of the kids you know and and uh, they have to pee and have a break and everything. And he's just like like the, the turtle, you know, like just step by step. So cool. Yeah. 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 I have to follow his method then. Cause... Yes. No, that's that's really, I mean, yeah, 81 is not 100, 110. But um, yeah, like like in his in his speed, he's afterwards just there and not exhausted at all. Just ready to have a tea or whatever when, yeah. when we arrive we go there we go to the mountain cabin next weekend so i will send you some nice. spring spring pictures snow there is still so much snow in the in the alps because it was so cold now in may okay so it's it's like i think it's about a month it switched or or shifted like a month it, it seems like it would be it would be April or something. Like yeah. That See, that that was like, a, I mean, England is green, but it's green because of the rain. So for us, the rain you'd have had in April, we had in May. Yeah. So right now it's quite nice. We went out, it's sunny, blue skies. So I think the months are kind of out by a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, the weather was strange this year, like worldwide. So... As I told you, I just know you from social media. So for me, it seems like you have so much joy. You create joy by training different things. And you said tennis is a hobby. So can you do a little manual, a lombe manual, like this brings me joy and you could try this, not, not like a suggestion, but like your list of things which bring you joy. I know that food brings you joy too, you know, like, can, yeah. you, can you just... Go for it and 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 do a a little yes. uh, yeah a little list yeah. See, I said you, I said you at the beginning. The question of who is a tricky one because right now that list is quite easy to do because I enjoy lists and I would have had a, a list with a hundred things to do. But right now I can narrow it down to just a few things. So for me, each day. So from a fitness point of view, it used to be, I've got to do certain workouts. I've got to do my workout and, you know, but then that took the joy away because I was forcing one kind of exercise. So for me, now it just comes down to, I've got to move my body every single day with an intensity and purpose. So this morning we've walked for almost two hours and in the past I would have looked at it and I thought, okay, I still haven't done my workout. I need to do my workout. Whereas walking, I've tracked it, I've looked at the information. So to me, I'm satisfied that actually today I've got to move my body. And once I've moved my body, it kind of unlocks the next step, which is then focusing on what I eat. So I find it very difficult to eat healthy if I haven't done the healthy bit of just moving. So the two go hand in hand. So when I move my body, then I'll focus on right eat something that's good for your body as well so then i know tomorrow i'm gonna have to move whatever i eat today that's going to be the fuel for tomorrow as well so definitely moving your body daily 
and then focusing on and being intentional about what you eat because I've gone through a range of different ways of eating from, you know, fasting, trying different diets and looking at it from there's no one method that works for everyone. So to make my life easier, I just narrowed it down to, well, when I eat, I've got to be conscious of what I'm eating. I'm not going to stress about whether it's really good for me or not good for me. I'll just understand where it fits in, in fueling my body and preparing it for the next time I choose to move it. So it's, it's really embracing that power of choice and being aware of the consequences of that choice. Because, you know, you can't choose to eat everything and then just think, oh, yeah, I'll eat that. But then when tomorrow comes, life's going to be amazing. There is always a consequence, whether it's a good one or an opportunity for you to learn that that wasn't good. So those are definitely two on high on my list. The third one is a challenge for me because I always like to be doing so. The third piece for me to create that joy is actually taking the time to rest and relax. So, you know, the world is moving at 100 miles an hour and I'm, you know, quite happy to look around and think, oh, there's something to do. Let's go and do that. When actually stopping, taking stock and just being in that moment of doing nothing, that is an important part of creating joy because then if I've stopped, had the time to do nothing, then I don't feel in a rush the next time to try and write, I need to get this done so I can go and have that time to do nothing. And you kind of get stuck in rushing around to create this space of rest when, you know, realistically, that space of rest is available every single day. You just have to stop focusing on everything out there and just think, you know what, the world will be, I'm going to stop rests if it means doing absolutely nothing if it means sleeping then that's going to be okay too and how long is your rest like your ideal resting time um i don't give it a time as such so for example i could have a rest day which would be i take a rest from the focused movement so, you know, I'm not working out today, so I'm just going to have a rest day. I might decide while I rest, maybe do some yoga. So that then becomes the rest. Or while I rest, I might practice some of our um, Aikido weapons work um, because the training of that, you're not training the weapons. It's more body conditioning. You're trying to instruct the body of how to move and be mindful. So... Although I'm kind of resting, it's still that purposeful movement that doesn't tax the body in a, you know, exert a lot of energy kind of way. So either short times, um, because in this pandemic, it was difficult trying to find those times of rest. I mean, when we were this week, we're not in school. So this week, for me, the focus is really trying to do as little work-related stuff as possible because, you know, in a full teaching day, I get two 15-minute breaks. You know, you're teaching our lessons. So once you're in school, the day goes by really, really quickly with minimal breaks. So you get through a lot of work in a short space of time. And then before you know it, you're back home, parenting takes over, 
kids are in bed, you start working and then it's the next day. So it's whatever moment I can find to take that rest. And that rest isn't, well, I'm going to scroll social media. It's just going to be rest, get rid of the distractions and just focus on whatever should, you know, positively take your attention. And I think that's, that's how I try and find rest. It's so incredibly inspiring, you know, like it sounded like, yeah, you have your workout and your time and your time. No, you're teaching like a full day and then yes. you do all these things. It's not, it's not that you are just like, just like, that's, that's like the false assumption of you're a fitness trainer and you have time all day long for your, your body looking like this and um, you're doing nothing else. No, no, no. He's even teaching. Yeah. Oh, and that's the thing you've got to then is trying to find that time so you know if you if you're if you've got no commitments and you can you know live at the gym all day <laughs> then yeah it's great but you know when you're a parent that in itself is a different kind of job because there are set hours in the day where you're not going to be available to do all the things that you want to do you know whether it's cooking dinner cleaning up the house tidying things up those are going to be things that will take priority um, because I mean, I'm here now because it wasn't always a priority. And for me, the misalignment and the tension was from me trying to force those activities when I was, you know, I've got it in my head. I've got to do my workout. It's got to happen, you know, at this particular time. And, you know, that becomes the priority, but then when it isn't, You've then got the tension between that, the parenting, the work thing. And then it's like, okay, if I can't do that, then I'm going to sacrifice sleep, which then gets into the recovery. And it's just a terrible, terrible circle to be in. So that's why now I've just narrowed it down to three things of just movement, food, and resting. Those three are, if I've got those three in a day, I'm happy. So... When, when somebody is listening to us now and and thinks like, yeah, 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 how Lombe is describing his earlier days, like the tension and always the friction of, I can't do what I want, that would be your advice. Like get the movement um, activity in your day, eat healthy and rest in between. And then joy will arrive magically yeah. at your doorstep. Or, I mean, you do some mindset things too, right? Yes. Yeah, so I think it was, so those three things for me were the starting point and different people will have, I mean, I chose movement because it was something I found easy. Um, as a child, you know, getting up, going outside and running around all day is what we did. You know, you, you don't get up, watch TV. So, you know, I've got a younger brother. So we'd quite happily get up on a Saturday, go out, we'd be playing football, running around, running with the dogs. And that's what we do all day so for me movement was a good place to start um i mean if i was starting now walking would be a good place to start because you know we've got a dog you get out the weather's nice and i found that from the you know reading books the things that i listen to sometimes in my rest time you know i'll listen to podcasts you know while i'm cleaning the house cutting the grass to just double up on you know that uh what's the best way to call it the well 
it is personal development, but for me, you know, depending on what you choose to listen to, it's just very different to sitting down and watching, you know, series of TV programs. You know, I'm listening to a podcast, I'm cutting the grass, I'm maximizing my time. So I think for somebody getting started like I did in that point of struggle would be find something that is easy to do, that isn't going to cause too much tension. And I only say that because when I started, I didn't find something that was easy to do. I jumped into a 60-day program that was, you know, the workouts ranged from 45 minutes in the second month to an hour and a half. And it was like, okay, I'm going to find an hour and a half in my day. I can't eat before that hour and a half. So, you know, some days it was like I'm starting at five to midnight. And, you know, that's not sustainable. So the easier thing to do is find the movements and the way of moving your body that can complement your life, that allows you to double up on things and not really be in, not in contradiction, but have that tension against other things that you should be doing. Because I think once that tension comes, we naturally fall back to the easiest route so you know if it is i need to get the workout in but i also need to sleep my unhealthy easy route was i'm going to sacrifice on sleep which you know in the long run that works against you so it was no find the easy movement so these days it's we'll get a walk in if my body feels good enough and i've got half an hour i can squeeze a workout in but the easy thing to do is to find that movement and when that movement is in there, the next easiest thing to do is focus on eating something good, you know, something that you feel good about. Because then if you haven't moved your body, you then eat something and you stress about, OK, that wasn't the best thing to eat. You kind of tumble into that downhill. So I think if you can't move, focus on the food. Eating good food will make you feel good and help you make better choices because then you want to make choices that help you feel good in that next moment. So I think that helps as well. And then the resting for me, like I said, it's a challenge because that's that deeper mindset, that personal development, because really that biggest battle of when I'm sat and my brain's now running through all the different things I could be doing with this time right now, then that in itself is a learning journey. And, you know, being okay with I'm sat, I'm not doing anything, I don't have to be doing anything, and that's okay. So that in itself is a starting point as well, because sometimes we do get pushed and pulled by what we think we should be doing and who we think we should be when we're not doing things. So it can be difficult, but it's definitely worth the work. Yes, it really is. I, I always push the movement out of my day like, oh, I didn't have time, you know, but I really what's non-negotiable for me and really not even uh, a hustle anymore is like eating really good food and just three times a day or even two times a day having my celery juice in the morning. Did you hear about medical medium and Anthony Williams? He's the celery juice guy worldwide no. type of celery juice. I think um, especially women with uh, gut problems there. That's why, why I found him or why my coach told me about that. So yeah. celery, what I like about it is he's, he's kind of a crazy guy and, and uh, tells a lot of things which are not medical proven, 
but as he just um, recommends fresh food, you know, like vegetables, I like yeah. that. It's not a powder he invented and you need this, otherwise you're screwed. It's really yeah. like celery juice in the morning without without anything added. And then uh, fruits only in the morning. I really like this freshness and, and um, yeah, good ingredients. And then two meals, which bring me joy and also the preparation, not the cleaning up of the kitchen. I could have some help with that. <laughs> And you know my my dear husband is a is a chef now in Switzerland, and he, he when he prepares the food, it's always the kitchen. You could do a TV show; it's always perfect because in the restaurant they have an open kitchen. Of course, it's uh, it makes sense that he works really um, beautiful yeah. and clean. And I'm like the the messy tornado. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but the, my food is beautiful and and. But the movement, I'm always like telling me like, so you would recommend to do that right away in the morning or I really, I, I, I decided June is my movement moment, month. So every day I want to do something. And um, to, this morning I already chickened out. So I have to do it later today and I can go for a walk. I can do that today, but yeah. I'm yeah, really inspired. Think... No food, no food if you didn't move. I like this thread. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I mean, that's just me in my head because you try and find these non-negotiables, but then try and attach them to something that you think, well, if I don't do this, then that's not going to happen. So, I mean, for, I mean, the movement side of things, I, I prefer it in the morning, but that's not always possible um with where we are now um before we moved where we are now i used to get up at five in the morning go downstairs i can get my workout in whereas where we are now if i start doing that i'm gonna open the garage and everybody wakes up if i come downstairs the dog is awake so the morning movement isn't possible well the morning movement is possible just not the way that i want to do it so what i'm looking at now is just what i can do just to get my day started so like on my phone i've got a, a step counter so because of the way we've had to teach in the pandemic when we went into lockdown my step count just nosedived it was like barely getting over five thousand a day so when i looked at it and i thought that can't in a day you know i've got to be able to walk around so now when i'm moving around the school building i try and take the long way around while getting to class on time but then also just I will when I'm not teaching find places different classrooms to work in but then just move in and around the building just to get just to get more movement in but I'd say even before you move in the morning it's to find find a movement that you're happy with and you know if you're happy that you can go out walking as a family and that helps you hit, I don't know, a step target, then, you know, it's a great way to do it. I've, I've, I've thought about things like, you know, doing yoga in the morning, but I'm still, I think I certainly enjoy it more when the weather's nice. So it might just be a case of get up in the morning, let the dog out. Uh, I mean, the two things I start my day with is a liter of water. That one is straight away, as soon as I wake up, 
get that water in. And then now I've moved away from coffee. I have a Japanese green tea. You're so Japanese. I love it. Yeah, it's, everything's there. So it's, it's I enjoy it because it's like, yeah, Sencha green tea, minimal caffeine. It's just nice, easy to drink. You just let it cool, let it brew. And, you know, all the science stuff behind it says it's good in that it calms your nervous system down. So to me, I'm just looking at it as I'm starting my day not with that coffee high, just something that calms it, the system down, and then I can be more focused as I go through my day. So, I mean, if June is movement month, I don't know, pick a challenge and, you know, tag me in and then we, we, can, we can match up. So you do, I do. Oh, that would be so cool. Let's do that. But I, yeah, I, I, you're so ahead of me. I'm, I'm like stressing out already. <laughs> I do, I do my challenge. You do your challenge. Yeah. No, it's, it's good. because, like, you know, you just, that's the, see, when I run, I enjoy running, but I'm not a fan of running with people. So like, you get people that can run and they'll have a chat while they're running. Whereas when I run, I just like to go. But then, you know, we can run together and you're like ahead or behind. To me, that's okay because technically we're running together, but just at different times and paces. And, you know, that, that's, that's okay because the only thing, the only, the only goal of the challenge would be that we both get to move and that's it. And, you know, you might decide moving is going to be dancing with your kids. So be it. It's great. <laughs> Intense dance session. Challenge accepted. So cool. And and how long how long do you mean like what's the minimum? Like what what would you laugh at if you if I would say the minimum is 10 minutes, you would like ha, 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 that's just silly or is that even common? no? That's you've got to start somewhere. So you know I wouldn't certainly wouldn't laugh because you've got to start somewhere and you might decide 10 minutes is more than enough. You want to get 10 minutes. Because for me, when it comes to the mindset, it's what that 10 minutes unlocks for you. Because you might decide, now I've done 10 minutes here. You know, your brain gets going, the creativity gets going. And you might think, okay, I've done 10 minutes of this. Let me try five minutes of that. And, you know, that might, you know, 10 minutes might then take you into, let me try cooking in an environment like my husband does. That's great. <laughs> you know, I'm scared. I'm scared. No influence. <laughs> <laughs> There's no limit on what it unlocks. So, you know, you might need five minutes to unlock that. That's brilliant. So I think you guide it and you determine what that movement is, because the most important thing for me would be the intention behind it. Because if you're doing it, it's like, oh, I'm going to do 10 minutes because Lombard said do 10 minutes. That's kind that of a cool intention already for me. <laughs> yeah. But for me, the power is actually you're even thinking about it. You've thought about it. That is, you know, very, very empowering that, that you're even considering it. And that would be brilliant. You know, one minute, 10 minutes, an hour. You'll, you'll be in charge of that and you can guide that. You know, because I, I fell out of my morning routine. I, I love to get up at 4.44 because I love these numbers. All my prices in my business are like... the. The, the several digits wow. in the same um and then at 5 55 i have a meditation with my swiss german joy academy members 
So that's kind of the set point. So everything I get up earlier than 5.55, I can do my movement. But when I'm scrolling through social media, and, oh, it already, oh, the time is gone. That's like the most stupid thing I can do. And it's certainly a self-sabotage of, of all my intentions, like so stupid. So yeah, better than looking at your amazing fitness videos in the morning, I get to move myself. Yeah. So See, now that I know that, I'm gonna I'm gonna target. <laughs> I'm gonna be targeting you. So, I mean, so you know when you you're up at four forty four. No, that's like the ideal. I love that because it's still dark and you get to see how it 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 the, the dawn. And yeah. I was I'm thinking of really now getting outside because it's finally some kind of summer here. It was so yeah. cold and windy. Yeah, like, should I really start to run? I was running when I was 15, I don't know, for some month. And then my knee started to hurt. And I was like, oh, I'm not made for running. All these excuses. But yeah, it's so interesting. Like, food is non-negotiable. I could talk about food as passionate yeah. as you could can about, um, about movement. And then in the movement department, I'm like, yeah, I like to sit around and read or, you know, sit in my, but I'm, I have a standing desk now. Oh, brilliant. And uh, I even have, do you know that? Uh, a board like this, it, it's flexible like this too. So oh. I can kind of walk. Not that this is. This is it is, level or? You can, you can move your feet like that. Okay. So I Brilliant. don't sit in my, I was, I, I was hurting in the lockdown when my, my husband's restaurant was closed. So I was working all the time. I was like, that's so great. You can take care of the household. And I'm now finally working all the time. And I was sitting in my chair and my spine started to hurt so badly. <laughs> okay. I need to, I need to, if I work so much or so many hours, I need to stand up. So now with yeah. this board, it's kind of, I can. Oh, I'm going to have to look for that board. Gimba. I, it's yeah. called Gimba board. And you know, yeah. this is my, my um, stand up ah. desk here. Yeah. That's, that's a where it's not cheap because it's well, it's beautifully made, but um, it's easy to put away if you need the table as a normal table. Ah. It's not the, you know, the stand up desks. You have them at school. We had them. I was teaching for 12 years too. Ah. So in school, the teachers who worked all the time, they had desks to move up and down. Okay. But see, we yeah. haven't we haven't got that yet. So just okay. got your desk and you just stand. But I rarely there even now when you've had to socially distance, because our setup is when you're in the classroom, you have to wear a mask if you couldn't distance. If you don't wear a mask, you teach from the front. So I'm just kind of like stood at the front of the classroom. Um, so yeah, it's, we don't have the standing desk. So you just kind of stand and get get that going. No, I mean, that, I was, ask... that was only in the in the office, you know, where yeah. we were sitting and preparing lessons. Yeah. But the standing See, I mean, desk, I was thinking of one, but it's it's like super expensive and not pretty at all. So I love no. the yellow thingy here. And yeah. now I have. Now that looks like a really, really nice design. Looks really good. I mean, coming back, I was just going to, because, you know, you got me on the movement thing. You know, before the group meditation, is there anything you do before that that is like a treat or a reward? No, I really need to design this time in front 
before the meditation. This this podcast episode is kind of a private coaching session of Lombard and Ronya. I love it. I was <laughs> I trying to get into, you know. I have to pay you for that. That's so good. Yeah. yeah no, it's fine. It's, a, you know, find a reward because for some people it might be. Before you get on, you want to check social media. So it might just be before social media, just go and wander around for, you know, 10 minutes before the sun's coming up. I mean, I have to let the dog out. This morning was 4.40. Okay. She's barking. But then by then it's getting brighter. You can hear the birds and everything. She'll go out and just start staring at the birds in the garden. And I'm just thinking, don't bark because the neighbors will complain. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting there from next week. It might be starting the day early and just go and walk. Because um, usually try and walk at 6.30 with my daughters before they get ready for school. Um, but that's been a challenge for them. So I'm now looking at if I get out earlier, that gets my morning movement started. So I might have to. I won't do it during the winter though. So yeah. Too dark for that. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really dark then. But when, when we do the meditation, I always light a candle, you know, and I'm just in my pajamas and um, it's on Facebook Live. So it's fun how it got lighter and lighter. And then we have, do you have the the time change too, right? The summer and winter time. Yeah, we had that um because we change. When do we change the clock? In March or something. Yeah, March time we change the clocks and yeah, you get the hour. So and everything is lighter. Again with the lights conditions. Yeah. yeah. But I can certainly challenge myself to get outside now in June as it's very, very, the, the, day, the days are long. So Lombe movement challenge is on from today. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And if you really struggle... You want to focus on, this is where I hijack everything now, on Friday is my birthday. So if you want to build up to it and start on Friday, that's great. That could be your birthday present to me. Oh. <laughs> I had to go there. Okay. Okay. You're, you're, really, you're really good in convincing and like putting a little pressure acute kind of pressure into the thing yeah i get that yeah you know get everybody involved so you you do that with your clients too like having fun but like you're the sensei and senseis are quite strict you know so yeah just, you know you try to have that fun and just also try and find that point where you're not put off by it because i think anything that we do like for me the things that challenge me I know my fallback position will be, don't do it, pick it up another time. So it's just trying to edge my way closer and closer into that place of discomfort and get there. So add a bit of fun, a bit of sensible jeopardy. You know, we haven't even talked about a forfeit yet, so you're okay. You're okay. okay. There's no forfeit. Okay. I'm on. I'm on. That's really cool because I did some challenge, you know, like yoga challenge, 30 days of yoga challenge. And then I thought now I nailed it because Bo Eason, our, our, um, how do we say? That's another sensei, quite the yeah. disciplined sensei where we met. And um, like he says, 66 days and then you, it's easier to do it than not do it. 
But after 30 days, I thought I nailed it. And I was like, really like, oh, I did it. And then I fell out of it completely like a stupid girl, you know, like, come on, that can't be. So it really needs more than 30 days. That's just. A yeah. Proof. And I think it also needs just, I think you're constantly adjusting. So I think each time, you, you know, you try something and it's, you know, how does this balance with everything else? And I mean, the 66 day challenge before that, for me, it was always, what can I add in? What can I add in? And then when he, going through his 66 day challenge, was like, actually, you can remove something as well. So I think my first 66 was just, you know, what can I take away? And then when it comes back, see what that is. And for me, that was online gaming. So particularly online chess. So <laughs> I took that away because you think, oh, yeah, it's chess. It's good for the brain. But it was just like in a day I was going through a lot of games. So it was just 66 days. Remove that and then see what that opens up for you. And I found that really good. So you 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 are out of that little addiction now. Yeah. So for now, it's like I'll play it when I choose it because even if I was doing like timed games, you know, you're doing what 15 to 20 games in a day. That's a lot of time. Where actually now, I'm using that time only when I choose it. So that kind of frees me up to do other things and you know some days I won't play it and for me that freed me up to do that to just say well yeah today I'll play it or not and it's just more if I think about it I'm more conscious of, I'm conscious of if I choose to play it now I'm choosing to pass up something else and I'm thinking well yeah I don't really want to pass something else up so I'm going to focus on that and do that instead so cool yeah, like constant I, battles in the head. Yes, yes. And yeah, I as like the, the constant um, self improvement, self development from people who are not into it yet, they're like, yeah, you're so busy improving yourself. But as you are showing directly, it should be fun and easy and just be flexible. It's not that you add on top of your to-do list, like another heavy weight. And in the end, you're just burned out because you want to self-optimize you so, so intensely. No, you have to find your way and, um, and, and, and make it fun. And if it's not fun, change things up. I'm really good in teaching that besides movement, you know. <laughs> movement is just one piece and it can be anything, but it's just like you say, because for me, it used to be, oh, got to optimize, but then optimizing by balancing all these things isn't really optimal. It's just like, well, actually, optimize by taking something away. When I learned it, it made sense. But at the time, when you're in the middle of all these things spinning, it doesn't make sense. So I was quite happy there. When, when you go through your day, like from the morning, like first pet of your dog or like the little tiny things what tell me all the things which bring you joy or like a, a student who had the light bulb moment or or like can you can you just wander through your day and and pick all the things 
which bring you joy, like the really little things. You you were talking now about big things and big decisions yeah. and, and how you go through life and how you do things. But like your little joyful moments, that would be so nice to... to yeah, to so that. I think the joyful, joyful moments for me is in... From when I wake up and I'm trying to find the small wins to get my day started. So, you know, I had a coach and they were like, yeah, you've got to be big on gratitude. You've got to say thank you before your feet touch the ground. And for me, mentally, it's trying to find that space to do that. And that wasn't there. So for me, the first thing is when I can get up in the morning and get up, have my water first thing. To me, that's a win. If I can get up and avoid the urge to read messages, read emails, I avoid watching the news. So if I can get through the start of my day without any of that going on, so for me, that's joy. Getting up and, you know, at the moment, because of our dog waking up in the morning, if I can get up, get her outside, get back in bed, get to sleep before the alarm wakes me up, then, you know, that's joy in itself because... I could say, right, okay, it's four in the morning. I'm going to start my day here. But then sometimes I'll be like, okay, she's gone out. She's going to be fine for the next couple of hours. Let me just try and get back to sleep. And if I can get to sleep straight away, then I'm happy with that as well. Because as like you said, the big things are great, but it's the small little ones along the way that are just, to me, with my, you know, that constant battle in my head, it's what are the small triumphs that I'm getting along the way. So. I woke up this morning, I didn't look at the news. I didn't scroll through social media and, you know, let the day get away from me. I got in, started with water, and, you know, I'm now in the habit of it's very rare that I'll get up and get the morning underway having not had that water because I won't have anything else. Until I've had that first drink of water, I won't have anything else. So to me, that's a triumph. And then as you go through the day, and other things start to come in, I'm then consciously trying to come back to, if I'm at a point where there's a bit of tension, is just trying to look at it from a point of view of, not why is it happening? I try and look at it from the point of, well, okay, what's in it here for me to learn? So if I get up and now I'm feeling pushed and pulled because the morning's got away from me, okay, there's an opportunity there to learn. I might not be happy about it, but for me to move forward, I've got to learn something from it, okay? Tomorrow, wake up earlier. Tomorrow, get to bed earlier. That might be a lesson to learn. And, you know, with our students, students will come out with all sorts of things. You know, you plan your lesson. It's supposed to go amazing. And then the kids get involved. As soon as they get involved and things start to move in different directions, it's then difficult to then try and say okay that didn't go to plan that's frustrated me so I just try and come back to okay what's there to learn because I think if you try and get frustrated I think for me the frustration is trying to force something to go in a direction it shouldn't be going in naturally and that pushback is you know that indicator that okay that shouldn't have gone through and you know if I've gone through those moments in my day where things have been challenging I've done my best to let them go and not consume me because overthinking, over scrutinizing is something that comes very easy to me. 
and something that consumes a lot of time. So I'm trying to be conscious of, don't give up that time on those kind of things. And as I get to the end of the day, it's then just that time to reflect on the things, the wins that I've had in the day and how I can use them to repeat tomorrow and be successful tomorrow. So I think the day is a series of small wins to the outside world. It can be, you know, trivial, novel, you know, to me, they're small battles in my head, but I think I'm learning now winning those small victories are the things that are going to unlock the bigger ones. So that, that's what I try and lean into. I love how you say like, if something frustrates you, that's like the sign. It shouldn't go that way. And then you, it's like you go on a, you say that in English too, like a meta, meta um, level. You watch yourself like. Yeah. Try and watch, you know, I'm not, meditation isn't something I'm, I'm skilled at. Certainly something that's very new to me. But the way I understand it is, you know, if I can remove myself from that situation and actually think things through, I cause a lot less stress and problems for myself. So it seems the easy thing to do is, you know, look at it from a different point of view and just remove yourself and then see how it plays out. Yeah, but I think you are doing it already. Like, hmm, that frustrated me. What's what's in it for me? What can I learn? And then you are already not in the in the grind. You're like looking from the outside, and then you can, yeah. I love your wording. Unlock, unlock the secrets or unlock the lessons, and then you win. You you you're not like tumbling because of the frustration. You're like, oh, I'm not in that into that. What what do I want to change or or? yeah proceed next time differently so so cool well when i give you the microphone you have it already now and the whole world can listen to our our talk what is your message to the whole wide world just lombe mike and and just go with your message short okay. or long wow. well thanks for the mic <laughs> <laughs> put me on the spot yeah um the message i think the message i've arrived at now with everything that um i don't know the last 18 months has brought us and you know the different challenges that there are it's not to say that there won't be any challenges ahead so for me going forward i think certainly we are all in a position to solve the problems and the challenges that we face And by solve mean, I mean, you know, I might be part of the problem, but also to, if I'm being part of the problem is just being aware of, I'm not the only one that can have the answer. And it's giving a bit of power to somebody who can look at it and say, okay, this is not where you're at right now. This is bigger than you. I have a possible answer. Would you be willing to listen and embrace that? Because I got caught in the trap of trying to embrace somebody else's answer as the answer that fits for me. But what I should have been paying attention to is the methods that they're using. So, like, you know, we've had a conversation today and, you know, 
some of the things that you've shared within that, I've been very mindful of paying attention to your methods because I think in there, there are things for me that I can learn. So it's been open and I thought about it because I'm watching my daughter right now. She's riding her bike. And the one thing for me that was always the easiest thing to do was to go back to my childhood. When you go back to that place as you are as a child where everything is exciting, everything is interesting, an empty box can be the whole world. The big difference was just your mind. You were open to the fact that this empty box could represent whatever you want the empty box had the solutions to all the different problems that you could think of. You know, the empty box had the solution to world peace, world hunger. It had the solution to your happiness. And as long as you keep the perspective of you can fill that empty box with whatever you want from your own imagination, start there. Get an empty box, look at the empty box and fill it with whatever you want. And then, you know, take the journey from there. Mike Trump, thank you so much, Lombe. I would love to talk to you like for hours more. This was one hour, and I'm so thankful that we met in this internet world and we connected and we were able to share this this talk with with the world now. Thank you so yeah. much for your energy and your time and your wisdom and your yeah how you do life. That's just so so inspiring. Thank well, you very very much. You. Welcome and thank you for having me and also asking those really, really important questions that, you know, we don't get to answer. You know, you go through life being busy. People aren't asking you questions. And yeah, so it was a moment to pause and think. So thank you for that. Thank you so much. Have a great, great day. And June challenge is on. <laughs> yes, thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. I hope this episode inspired you big time to take care of yourself and to create joy for yourself in your everyday life because the everyday life is just the biggest part of your, our life so let's have a good one and let's create joy and have fun and also have a lot of energy and for that i have a gift for you the golden bubble meditation is such a great easy simple meditation where you fill yourself with golden energy and you can download it on joyismycompass.com slash golden bubble meditation joyismycompass.com slash golden bubble meditation and just download it and try it it's so good for feeling energized fully tanked with golden energy and also protected from the outside if you need that it's really really impressing what our mind can create like it our feelings change and as our feeling changes and we feel safe and protected and as i said energized the surrounding and the circumstances can change just because you feel amazing and content and safe and you will you will recognize the difference and i'm very curious how the meditation works for you please tell me i'm i'm super happy if you reach out to me and tell me about your experience have fun on joyismycompass.com slash golden bubble meditation i'm happy to hear from you have a great great day or evening wherever you are in the world love you bye bye